Welcome to the second season of the Gutsy Health Podcast with Shanique Roney and Gina Warfel, where we share uncomplicated, practical, and affordable wellness education so you can be a self-healing champion. This episode is brought to you by the Gutsy Health Membership Program, a program that gives you inexpensive tools and resources to heal your mind, body, and soul. Visit our website at mygutsyhealth.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Gutsy Health Podcast. I have my phenomenal co-host, Gina Warfel, with me, and we have an amazing guest on today. Her name is Sarah Williams. And Sarah, we were just talking, you've been a Gutsy member for almost three years, correct? Yeah, it's been about three years. You were like one of the OGs. Pre-Gina time. Yes, that's true, actually. You were in before Gina... Oh my gosh. This is like when I was relaunching and I was doing the coursework, we just started the calls, right? Where I was like, Hey, let's add calls into this. And so you've seen the metamorphosis of like this community and you have such an amazing healing story and healing journey that you're still on, right? Yes. Yeah. So I have seen all the changes of the gutsy program. Yeah, all of it. And so I would love for you to tell listeners who you are and tell them everything. Tell them your healing journey and your story and what brought you to wanting to become a self-healer and into the gutsy world, basically. Yeah. So my story kind of starts back in 2019. I had just given birth to my third baby and I was dealing with just a laundry list of symptoms. A lot of these symptoms I had had for years, but it just got so much worse after I had that third baby and it was just massively affecting my quality of life. Tell us what were your symptoms before and then how did they get worse afterwards? So I've had eczema since I was an infant. I have had alopecia almost my whole life and just like a lot of digestive issues, anxiety, depression, some mood disorders. And then after I had that third baby, it just got so much worse. I had my eczema was like so bad. My alopecia came back. I lost probably about 30% of my hair, bald spots of an inch or more in diameter. I had this like chronic recurring ringworm. I had brain fog, back-to-back yeast infections, digestive problems, fatigue, like just all of these issues. And it was just getting really, really bad. My thyroid hormones were bad, like not where they should be. I was severely anemic. I had lots of vitamin and mineral deficiencies. And yet with all of these symptoms, I would walk into a doctor's office and they would tell me if you just lost weight, all of these things would go away. Oh my God. Or they would say, well, of course you're tired. You have three young kids at home. This is just something that moms deal with. You just have to put up with it for the rest of your life. This is just how life is going to be. Yeah. I can't like, that's infuriating. Like, I I think a lot of moms hear that. My mom tells me the same story a lot that when she first had kids and just hormone in the late eighties, early nineties was talking about hormone balance. And so getting no help, going to her doctor, literally feeling like she's ready to have a psychotic break and asking for help from her doctor. And his response was, go take a nap. You're a new mom. Unbelievable. And that's it. Were we interviewing someone as well who was like, no, 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 this was a consult I was doing. And she said she went to her doctor for a yearly checkup. You know, she's like now late thirties, I think, or early forties. And the doctor's like, okay, do you need a prescription for an antidepressant? And she's like, 
I didn't even come here for a mood issue. You know, like doctors just assume these things of women and they're just like, oh, you must be tired. Here's a prescription or you must be depressed. Here's a prescription. And like, they're not listening or they just can't connect the dots. We know our bodies, right? We know I had a baby and things got worse, exponentially worse. And so something happened that triggered that. So back to your story though, because my blood's boiling and I'm like, let's go back. Well, (laughs) my blood was boiling too. (laughs) It was so hard because they would tell me that my numbers were so horrible because I'm just a mom or I just need to go lose weight. And at this time I had already switched to an autoimmune diet because my eczema was so bad and my hair loss was so bad that I was trying to fix it with my diet already. And so it was infuriating that I would walk in and the doctors would roll their eyes and they'd be like, well, you just need to stop eating fried fruit and sugar. And I'm like, I know it's sir. I realize you think fat people don't eat vegetables, but we do. Like I probably eat better than you do. That's not the problem. And they just couldn't believe me. It was always like, no, really stop eating the fried food. I'm like, I really promise I don't. And so that's when I realized I needed to stop relying on doctors to fix my health. They've got enough going on, whatever. This is my job. And so that's when I started really deep diving into books. And I was spending a lot of time digging through like open access journals and just like really putting in the time and effort and listening to podcasts and trying to connect the dots for myself. And that is where I first met Janique and Tristan was I stumbled on the podcast. Way in the beginning. How did you find us? I think it was through another health podcast. And it was like in my suggested because I had so many health podcasts on Apple Podcasts. It was just one of my suggested podcasts. And I was like, oh, let's try it. And I want to say the first one was maybe about hormones that I had listened to. And I was like, whoa, this is like really resonating with me. I wish you guys could see my smile right now because I'm like, oh my God, that makes me so happy. That it was so random. The universe was just like, here you go. You know, yep. and, and we just started out too. We were probably like two or three month old. Po- I don't know. We were brand new. At yeah, the- it was brand new. I think I only had to go back. I was like, ooh, I want to hear more. And I think I only had like three or four more to listen to. What? Like it was brand new. That's crazy. Yes. Okay. So you yes. start listening to the podcast. You're listening to I other start listening podcasts. to podcasts. And I feel like it just really spoke to me because you guys were just saying, here's what you need to do. It was, here's how your organs function and how we can support. And so I was like, oh yes, learn about how the body actually works and then how to fix it or how to support it. It really spoke to me. And then I was listening and it was only a few months later that you started promoting and saying, hey, we're going to do this academy this Getsy program. And I was like, no, maybe not. And then I was like, nope, I'm doing it. I'm jumping in and I'm just going to do it. So that's when I joined the program. That's crazy. And because I had such a long list of issues that I was dealing with, I was like, I just need to pick one and focus on it so that I'm not getting overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And so the one that I was focusing on was my glucose levels. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going through and I'm listening and I'm making all the changes. And then we hit the liver module Mm -hmm. and I'm listening to the liver module. And I'm like, oh my gosh, listen to all these symptoms, my eczema, my autoimmune issues, my blood glucose. My eyes just got huge that I was like, wait, my liver processes sugar. 
My liver is the thing that creates glucose. What? And I was so blown away. And I was like, I need to do a liver cleanse. And I literally, because standard process ships so fast, it was within like four days that I started the liver program. I was like, I'm doing it. Wow. That's amazing. So I started the liver cleanse. And when I went back to go do my blood work with my doctor, with my primary physician, my A1C had dropped like a point and a half. Wow. And it hadn't, it was massive. That needle hadn't moved in years. I think a lot of people don't realize that a point and a half is massively significant. Enormous. And maybe what, I don't know, Shawnee, if you just want to explain a little bit what A1C is and, and how that tiny fluctuation, what that means, because I'm sure a lot of people don't really realize how incredible that is. So A1C is just like your blood glucose over a period of like three months, right? It's the average. And so for that to drop tremendously means your blood sugar regulation was it drastically changed. Like you probably went from metabolic syndrome to maybe like pre-metabolic syndrome or maybe even normal blood glucose response. This is huge. Is there anything you want to add to that, Gina? Because I don't know. You're yeah, I, it's I just very, just so people know that is a significant drop. Like when we say, oh, 1.5%, you're like, wait a second, 1.5%. That doesn't sound like a lot. But when we're speaking about this one lab marker, that could be all the difference between someone being in like a diabetic range to a healthy range, or it's a huge jump. Right. Yeah. So I went from pre-diabetic to under pre-diabetic. So I was no longer pre-diabetic after that. Like it was a huge deal for me. And did you just do the liver cleanse once? Like it was just a one-time thing and then you retested and it was like, boom, it was different. Or did you do it a few times? I did it. That was just the one time. Amazing. And then I did end up doing it two more times after that, because I was like, okay, this is awesome. I needed this. Yeah. Then I went back. So when I was going over these numbers with my physician, he was talking to me about it and he got this huge smile and he was like, oh, good. You finally laid off the French fries. God, I can't. And I about Did punched it. Did he say that? Yes. What? Wow. Yes. Did you fire him? There should oh, be I a never, book, I the dumb things that. that some doctors say. I mean, wow. I just, I can't right now. I feel like I need to pause this podcast and go for a walk because that is so disgusting to me that a wow. doctor, that I feel like I need to rein it in. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners, but this is unbelievable. And Sarah, have you told us this? I don't know if I've heard this story. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I almost cry thinking about it because it was so insulting. That's it was so insulting. Wow. Did you say anything back? Were you like, that is extremely inappropriate and you should have your license taken away. I got a little bit sassy and I was like, no, actually there's this really cool organ in your body called the liver that processes blood sugar. I don't know if you've heard about it. Hell yeah. Started supporting my liver. (laughs) Wow. Good for you. Without your help. Thank you, doctor. It seems like I know more about the liver than you do now. You know, like, I'm so glad you said something. A lot of people can relate to that. Like having their doctor, I think have assumptions and really like discredit the path that they're on and what they're already doing. And I know so many people who just do not feel really seen and heard and supported. It's frustrating. And I don't mean to like doctor bash because I know that there are great ones out there. I just never came across one in my journey, unfortunately. And can I play devil's advocate for the universe right now? Like maybe you needed that doctor to help you push you over the edge to be like, I need to take radical great point. Like what a great blessing he was in your life to be like, Sarah, it's you. All you need is you like, you don't need this bozo. So I just want to play devil's advocate for the universe. Mm -hmm. Like you needed him 
to show you how insane the medical system and the people that work in it can be. So thank how you. capable you are. And you guys, you guys don't know this about Sarah, but when she does something, she does it to a T like she does it perfectly. And so when she's doing the liver cleanse, she's doing everything exact and following the meal plans, right? You're following the meal plans to a T you're doing breakfast snacks, lunch snacks, you're doing products at the dosing. Like you are not fluctuating at all. Like this woman is a powerhouse. You guys don't understand how brilliant she is, how dedicated she is, how like disciplined she is. Sarah, I don't think you know this, but I look up to you. It's an honor to be friends with you online and in our community, because like you've been through so much and you just keep going. And I keep learning from you all the time. So thank you for like sticking with it and being such a great example to me, but to everyone else in the gutsy community and now everyone on the podcast. So mm-hmm. go on. thank you for saying that. Cause I think sometimes it's hard to see just how much progress you're making in real time until you look back like three years and you're like, Oh wow. That's a big difference. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I want, that's to- why we need each other in community to reflect back when we forget And we get so honed in on fix it, fix it, fix it. The next thing, the next thing. And we need other people to surround us, to remind us, Hey, don't forget how far you've come. Like what you're doing is amazing. This is extremely important because not only do we do this in the gutsy, like Academy and on the zoom calls, but we actually do this in my office. So all my front desk staff are trained to listen to the clients when they come in because clients will come in and they'll have a good day. And then we record the good day. We record what they mentioned. We record like their positives. They're like, Oh, this is better. This is better. This is better. Because two weeks later they will come in and they'll be like, nothing's working. Remember this day you came in. Do you remember this and this and this? It's so easy to forget when you've been feeling not good for so long. It's so easy to go back into those neural pathways of nothing's working, nothing's working. And so you need people around you to remember for you sometimes when you can't remember for yourself. So for everyone that's on a healing journey that feels like it's two steps forward, two steps back, make sure you're surrounding yourself with people that are remembering. Actually, it's two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. Have them remind you of your progress when you can't remember it. Okay, Sarah, keep going. Yeah. And so it's interesting that you brought up my discipline because I can get very cerebral and very stuck in that head knowledge. And so then when I am doing all the things exactly, and then my labs are still coming back and they're not great, or, you know, the needle's not really moving how I want it to, then it can be really discouraging because I am so cerebral and I get stuck in my head. And so Then there was the big shift in the gutsy program where everybody started focusing more on mental health. And that's when like the order of healing came about. It was massive for me that that started happening at the same time because I was getting frustrated that I couldn't get out of my own head. And I was just like protocol, protocol and like doing everything exactly as I needed to. And that's when I kind of took a step back and I realized that I needed to do more for my mental health. And so I actually went and I did ketamine therapy and that was huge for me. So huge. And realizing that I was stuck in my head and I was stuck in this space where I was hiding and masking trauma and shame that I had surrounding health and wellness. And it was so big for me to go do ketamine therapy and kind of open up my mind to, oh, I really need to do some of this head and heart healing if I need to love my body into healing, which is not something that I was doing. I love it. And something 
that Sarah hasn't shared is like you did the healing, the unhealable with, you did all the extra courses. Like you've done all the extras. You did like the mindset course that I did with mm-hmm. Aubrey Naylor or Taylor. I can't remember. I have a friend, Aubrey Naylor and a friend, Aubrey Taylor. And I think you did that one as well with her. Like you've done all the mindset stuff. Will you share your ketamine experience with everyone? Cause you know, Britt Lefko, she comes on one of the zoom calls every month and we do like story unpacking and belief system unpacking and whatnot. And she'll go into this, like, okay, pretend auntie Brit is in the room and you're talking to auntie Brit, you know? And so she gives these scenarios that are very powerful. And then auntie Brit came to you in your ketamine session. Isn't that correct? Auntie Britt came to me in my ketamine session. Yes. <laughs> Will you tell us a little bit more about what ketamine? Can, Does can you Britt know that, that first okay. of all? Like, that's yeah. amazing. Does Britt know that? I did tell Britt, yes. Oh yeah. my God, that's awesome. That's so great. And it's funny because Britt's like, yeah, that happens all the time. She told me, she, I visit people in a lot of journeys. That You should do. explain because I think we've all worked with Britt. We all know what Auntie Britt is, but people are like, wait, Aunt Britt is in Britt. Ke- what? <laughs> you may want to explain who Auntie Britt is. Yeah, so... For me, anti-Brit was being really negative on myself and my healing and being feeling really frustrated. And then it was like, oh, what would anti-Brit do? Or what would anti-Brit say to me right now to like get me out of my negative thought process and like a cheerleader? She's like Mm -hmm. a cheerleader, like a health cheerleader. Yeah. The cheerleader that we needed back in the day when we were young and we didn't have it, right? Like she takes us back. She's like, okay, pretend you were five and you're coming over to Auntie Britt's house and you said this and then Auntie Britt said this, you know, like she kind of role plays and like helps us to rewrite stories in our subconscious and our conscious memories. Very powerful how she does it. It's funny because I just did a session with her and with my partner, Ryan, and this is the first time Ryan is seeing Britt Lefko in her genius, right? And we like hung up the phone and Ryan was like, wow, I have never, ever come across anything like that before. Like you can't describe what Britt Lefko does. You can't describe it. It's so unique and it's so powerful. And she literally shifts your perspective like that. The way she describes things, the way she role plays things with you. It's so powerful. And Gutsy members are so lucky to get her once a month. Like it's amazing. And, and I'm going to cry when she's going to move on to greener pastures. And she's like, I can't do this anymore, but tell people about your ketamine experience and what happened, what came up, how your body changed, how your relationship to your body changed. Yeah. So I had a handful of like really big, significant experiences that I still hold on to relating to like childhood trauma and especially around health and wellness and especially around my weight. That has been some, I feel like as women, we get a lot of fat shaming in society, especially growing up nineties to early two thousands. I feel like it was really, really bad. The ideal body size was like stick thin and I'm not. And so it was a lot of healing that inner child. And I just remember going through and experiencing the ketamine. And so with ketamine, I had a lot more like visual hallucinations when I was getting the IV infusions. And I could just imagine my little Sarah, like dropping all of these things out of a backpack. And it was anti-Brit that was, you are holding on to this and you don't have to. It's not in your DNA that you're destined to be overweight or that you're destined to be sick. And within like three weeks, I think I had lost almost seven pounds, not changing a single thing. It was just my brain saying, you're not destined to be sick. Right. Isn't that amazing? 
Your control center shifted subconscious programs that you were running off of, right? So even though you were following the perfect diets, you were doing the liver cleanse, you were getting benefit, but you were plateauing a lot, right? It was literally the mental and emotional shift that moved the needle tremendously for you, correct? Yeah. And I still have a long ways to go in that regard, but just knowing that I have that kind of power. That my body has that kind of power and I can work with my body instead of against it has been so huge for me and being able to like lean in and listen to what I need. Because if I wasn't able to lean in and listen, now I'm to the point where I've been in the gutsy program for three years and just the learning and the head knowledge that I can get lab work done and I can read it. Mm-hmm. And I can make connections and see things that are going on and making that connection with my body has been huge because the last time that I had gotten labs, I read it and I could listen and lean in and be like, what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And I started to listen to my body and I kept feeling drawn to maybe you have parasites. I think I have parasites. And yeah. I was like, no, I probably don't. That's like a weird thing that probably not everybody has, but it kept coming up for me. And I think making that connection with my body helped me to see that, you know, maybe I should ask about it, my next blood chem analysis. Mm -hmm. And so we were looking at the analysis and I had, like you said, I do everything exactly right. And it gets frustrating for me sometimes because then I went back and it was like, I'm still severely anemic. I still have all these issues, but I'm drinking bone broth and I'm taking all these supplements and I should be absorbing the magnesium. I'm taking four different types of magnesium. Why is it still low? And finally, I was just like, do I maybe, I'm not absorbing. Do I maybe have parasites? And Ashley was like, I was going to say that same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that sounds like right on par for parasites. Before we go into you doing the parasite cleanse, because a lot of shifts happened in your body. Tell people over since you started the academy, you did the liver cleanse, uh, the liver reset, uh, your A1C dropped. What were some other health benefits that improved and like things that went away or things that still lingered? Paint us a picture of like before (laughs) and after, like what was getting better from the time you started like two years later? Yeah. So by the time I had finished my second round of the liver cleanse, so I gave myself like a month break and then I did it again. I'm like a hit it hard and fast type of person. And so I didn't wait too long before doing the next one. And by then my eczema was completely gone. My acne was gone. My hair started growing back. I have like before and after pictures of two inches of hair growth after just maybe four or five months, my energy levels were coming back. I could actually get out of bed in the morning. I wasn't falling asleep at one o'clock. Like I was a nap at one o'clock, no matter what type of person, like if my baby's not sleeping, they're going to be in my bed with me because I have to take a nap. I no longer needed that anymore. And so I could really see a lot of big shifts happening. Hey everybody, Resist Nutrition Bars has fast and fiercely become a favorite product of mine. And here's why. We all know blood sugar dysregulation impacts your body in a lot of negative ways, but Resist Bars have clinically proven to stabilize your blood sugar response because they are specifically formulated with plant-based proteins and other functional ingredients like cinnamon, maca, chia, goji, and turmeric. Basically, it's a powerhouse snack food. Drew, one of the founders of Resist, has PCOS and insulin resistance, and so she teamed up with her co-founder, Emily, who has a master's in food science. 
And let me tell you, they succeeded in producing the first ever protein bar for hormone and blood sugar regulation. If I were to make a snack bar, it would be like this. This product and company are the total package and I truly can't rave enough about them. I highly endorse Resist Nutrition. And if you go to resistnutrition.com, use the code GUTSY to get 20% off your first order. Give them a try. You're sure to love them just as much as I do. That's amazing. And I kind of like, I want to stick it to the man who says your liver doesn't need a cleanse. Do you know what I mean? There's so many doctors, your liver cleanses itself. And it's like, no, our livers are over. Like our whole body is overburdened. It's so funny that we have this belief. Yeah. We don't need to extra support our bodies, right? You are a perfect example of, yeah, actually they do get sluggish. Yeah. They actually do need some love. So those were significant shifts. So what were things that you were still working on and wanted to improve after that? So I still was this really close to pre-diabetic range. So I got my A1C out of the pre-diabetic range, but I was still so close that there's still a lot more that I needed to do in order to feel comfortable for me to feel comfortable with where it's at. I also was seeing a lot of blood sugar spikes. And now I'm able to, because I've made that connection with my body, I can recognize the food that I'm eating or the time that I'm eating that food. I can see where those spikes and those hills and valleys are happening. And I can make the connection between what I ate or when I ate it and how I'm feeling a few hours later or the next morning. So that is still something that I am working on. Anxiety is still something that I'm trying to figure out. I still have some digestive issues at that point. And my thyroid still having some hormone issues. Mm -hmm. So I love that you mentioned that you were saying you can tell when you eat and how your blood sugar is fluctuating. You are basically your own walking, talking, continuous blood glucose monitor. That's what you're telling people is you're like, you are so dialed in and you are such an expert at the signs and symptoms of your body when you eat something that, yep, this serves me. And yeah, this doesn't serve me at all. So that's phenomenal. Okay. So we get to where you're like, should I do a parasite cleanse? Because everything you were describing, malabsorption, iron issues, taking all the supplements, that's so classic parasites. And for people who don't follow me online on Instagram, I am lately obsessed with parasites. I'm in this point where I'm like, I think everyone should just start with a parasite cleanse. Like, let's just get some white noise out of the way, right? Like, let's get those little critters out if you have them, because they're going to wreak a lot of havoc and they're going to sabotage a lot of healing processes. But you intuitively, you got there and I need to do a parasite cleanse. And so... What started happening? Yeah, it was the malabsorption that I was, man, something's got to give some digestive issues still and anxiety and sleep deprivation, like insomnia was really bad. So I was like, yeah, all the signs are screaming parasites, but I still was second guessing myself a little bit. And then when I brought it up to Ashley during the VCA, she was, that's exactly what I was going to say. You should get started on it. So I did, because I'm like a hard and fast person, I started with, and I did the cell core and I started, I skipped phase one and went straight into phase two. And that was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. I had a really hard time that first week and I had reached out to Ashley and she's like, please do phase one (laughs) because I think I had a misunderstanding about what phase one was. I was like, oh, I've done the gut infection protocol. Like my gut is fine. I don't know why I was thinking phase one was about your gut, but it's not. It's all about mitochondria support. And I desperately needed that. We think back to ninth grade biology. We know that mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, but to really understand what that means, your body is made up of 
billions. I don't even know how many cells and your mitochondria is the powerhouse of every single one of those. And so to support your mitochondria is a big deal, especially right before you're going to do this big detox and flushing out a lot of stuff. So I went back and I did the mitochondrial support, which was really great. I could see my energy going up and I could feel a lot of things repairing for me. My brain fog was starting to lift. My memory was getting better. And then I started phase two and I was on day three when I saw my first parasite come out. So it was very fast that it started. Uh That's amazing. Okay. Sorry for people that are like a little queasy. We're going to talk parasites for a little bit. Were you passing a lot of parasites? Was it just one every now and then? I know a lot of people are really fascinated and they like to dig around and see what's in there. I am not so much that way. I did. I think twice, just because I wanted to make sure that's what I was seeing. And so I was passing probably two to three every bowel movement. And I was having three to four bowel movements a day. And they were like six to 10 inches long. They were big. So when I say hundreds, I'm not a digger. And so what I could see was probably hundreds. So I'm going to share. So like I had to, this is gross, but I had to like pull one out. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think two or three times, but there were a lot. I had to do coffee enemas because I was so backed up with parasites. Mm -hmm. Like when I started doing it, I was like, something's wrong and I can't, I'm stuck. Like I am stuck. And you guys, I'm sorry, I'm going to get a little graphic too, because I was passing clumps of parasites, clumps. Isn't that insane? Literally within a week where I was like, I feel so much better. I'm my curious. Is better. Okay. My depression is gone. It was like my body oh. literally turned on again. And I was like, oh, I'm back. You know what I mean? Like, isn't it insane? I'm sorry. I'm so fascinated. And I'm so in love with learning about parasites right now. I'm reading this book called This Is Your Brain on Parasites. It is blowing my mind. And that's why I'm just like, everyone just needs to do parasite cleanses. Everyone just don't even think about it. Just do it, right? I'm teaching a free parasite class in January. We'll put details in the show notes, but you guys, it could be parasites. So, okay, keep going, Sarah. Keep going. You passed hundreds of parasites. Hundreds of parasites. You're a walking, talking buffet for parasites. Oh, it was so, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this for longer than I thought it was. I thought I was going to do one round of the phase two and then call it good. No, I needed more than that. And I even added in during the full moon, I added in a few more supplements during the full moon to really get things moving and going. And I had a lot of really big things happen for me. One thing that I was not expecting was that my menstrual cycle changed. Mm -hmm. So I was expecting like my digestion to get better. I started having sinking stools for the first time. And I literally don't know how long. Mm -hmm. So I was finally digesting a lot better. And like now the brain fog really is getting lifted. And my anxiety was starting to go down. Like things were starting to really move, but it was my menstrual cycle that I was really surprised to see things shift there. So I normally was my cycle would go anywhere between periods from like 43 to 45 ish days between periods. And they were excruciating. I could not function. I had four days out of that time where I just could not get off the floor. So excruciating, passing massive clots, really bad periods. And ever since the very first parasite cleanse that I did, I am exactly 28 days. Exactly. 
Isn't that every single time. I have a very normal flow. I, that's a regular three, sometimes four days. And then it's done. And I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, I started my period last night. Mm-hmm. And just a reminder, these are natural modalities that did yeah. this for your body. Like this isn't even a medication that you're on for life. It's like, I did this and my body recalibrated. How freaking cool is that? I wrote this in one of my stories when I was talking about parasites earlier on in this year. And I said, parasites can change brain function, sex hormone production, and thyroid function. For example, the protozoan parasite Toxoplasma gondii can alter testosterone levels in men and estrogen levels in women. This can affect libido and sexual function. Another parasitic worm can also affect hormone levels in men. It has been associated with reduced testosterone levels and impaired fertility. In women, it has been linked to changes in estrogen and progesterone levels, which can affect the menstrual cycle and fertility. So you probably had that one, a lot of it, right? Yep. Can you imagine like women that are dealing with infertility and are trying to get pregnant? Like maybe half of them just need to do a parasite cleanse, right? So that they have their body running the show versus parasites. It's interesting reading this book. This is your brain on parasites. It is so brilliant and so disturbing to learn about the intricate mechanisms of parasites and how they create these weird like neurochemical cocktails for your body to change, to change the way you think, to change the way you menstruate. It blows my mind. And I'm literally like listening to this book and my jaws on the floor the entire time where I'm just like, oh my God, that is weird. There's a parasite that lives off of crabs that will change their sex. So if they attach to male crabs, yes, yes, this is all true. It will change them to female crabs so that they will take care of the parasitic babies more and protect them. Oh my gosh. I am not kidding. This book is amazing. I love it. And this, we need to have that author on the podcast. I know. Right. I wonder if they're just too popular and famous, but right. Like, isn't that, I love this book and I think everyone should read it. It's called your brain on parasites. It's so good. This is about Sarah and not about parasites. So you did like ones and (laughs) changed your life and it changed your menstrual cycle and it changed your digestion. And what else happened? Yeah, that was like the biggest things was my menstrual cycle and my digestion. And so I just got labs pulled this week. So I'm really excited to see when I get my results back, how it affected things, how it's affected my absorption. So I don't know quite yet what like the numbers are going to be, but I can feel the shift in my body. I am processing food so much better now. And we have been taking a break right from the gutsy weekly calls, but we got a few of us got together on Wednesday anyway, and did a call together. And I was sharing with them that I got to a point where my body just felt bad. That was my normal was feeling bad. And so when I was trying to figure out what foods are affecting me, I couldn't because I was like, well, literally everything makes me feel bad. But now I'm to the point where I, if I eat something, I'm like, Ooh, I can actually, like, I feel good enough that when I eat something that makes me feel bad, I can actually tell that I feel bad. Amazing. You know, it's interesting that you say that. I'm so glad you said that because I want listeners to understand this. Um, When you have parasites and mold, like an overabundance, they dysregulate your immune system so much that when you actually do food allergy tests, if you're one of those people that like just light up red to all the foods, you're like you're allergic to everything or your immune system is responding to everything. It's not 
the food, it's the infection in your body. And so it doesn't matter what you eat, right? So I'm sorry, I'm going to share my story because this is really important. When I was feeling yucky and I, last year, I was like, I feel better, but like my immune system's dysregulated and I can feel it. So I went and I did a food allergy test and, you know, I'm gutsy mom and I eat well and blah, blah, blah. Right. And yeah, this is one of the worst food allergy tests we've ever seen. Like you are reacting to everything. I reacted to almost all the fruits and vegetables and proteins, but you know what were like my least inflammatory foods, bread and dairy. And I'm like, what? I'm supposed to go on a diet of bread and dairy. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I was talking with the doctor and he was like, yeah, this is a mold thing. And I'm like, I bet you it's a parasite thing too. And he's like, yeah, it could be. And I'm like, no, it's going to be a parasite thing. And that's when I did the parasite cleanse. So, and then clumps of parasites come out. So if you are reacting to all foods, you guys, and you have all the food allergies and all the food sensitivities, it's probably something else inside you that's actually causing that dysregulation. And Sarah, I didn't realize we were going to be talking about all this because it's so brilliant. You're such a great example to people of like, yeah, I didn't feel good with anything and I did a parasite cleanse and now I can tell when I feel good and bad with stuff. Amazing. You're such a great example to people. These are the best podcasts. I mean, it is really the best podcast when you get to see the journey and the real talk and we're not just like, here's the protocol. Don't eat all these foods, but like the realness of what you're experiencing and going from such a place of like traumatic experiences with your body growing up to this place of like, I loved my body into health and I'm creating this self-trust and I'm combining knowledge that I'm building with this self-trust of my body is like incredible, just incredible. It's so good. It's so, a lot of hard work and it's taken, like I said, oh, I'm three years into like really going hard and still have more to go, right? It's been 30 years of not being really well, or I guess 27, but and now three years of really hitting it hard. And I wanted so badly when I started for it to just be like, I do one protocol for 60 days and then that's it. Like I'm better. I feel great. And It's always so discouraging when it doesn't work out that way. But when does it ever work out that way, right? I had these really big shifts. And then like you were saying in the beginning, Janique, you have these big shifts and then you almost forget about it within like a week. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, nothing's working. Right. (laughs) Even though things really are working. Right. I want to talk about the journey because you're like, I wish it was just a 60 day thing. Are there parts of you that are like, yeah, I've gains so much depth and wisdom because there's knowledge and then there's wisdom. It sounds like to me, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it sounds like to me, you've gained a ton of wisdom through this journey. Like, is there parts of you that it's like, I'm grateful for what my body has taught me? Yes, absolutely. Because I feel like, and even going through when all the different changes for the Gutsy Academy, and then I even got to a point where I was like, do I need to do the Gutsy Academy again? And I was like, yes. Part of me was like, I'm not ready to let go of it yet. (laughs) Let go of like the community of being part of the Academy. So when you guys revamped it and Gina came on and now we're doing the order of healing. And I was like, yeah, there's still a lot there. As I was going through, some of the modules were the same as the original one because they were already so great. I was learning new things. So Mm -hmm. during the liver module, the first time around, I was really honed in on that, like blood sugar and blood glucose and all of that stuff. And then the next time around, I was really honing in on other aspects of the liver and like triglycerides and all of those kinds of markers. And so going through the gutsy program a second time, like I'm just building and expanding on the knowledge that I had acquired the first time. And so, and especially with the order of healing like that, just so good. 
so good going and actually taking care of your mindset first, because it doesn't matter what protocols you do. There is still so much that you need to connect your head and your heart to your body, or you're just not going to make the strides that you're hoping for because you're fighting against your body instead of with it. And so like, there's so much or the way that trauma affects your body or even just like everyday stress or not getting enough sleep, how much that affects your body. And so I feel like going through and continuing to learn and expand on previous knowledge has been really awesome because then I'm not just doing the one thing and then like, okay, well now things aren't working anymore and kind of giving up. You just move on to the next thing. And I know this is something that you say all the time, Janique, is you're finding the thing under the thing under the thing, and you're just peeling back all the different layers. And that's, what it is like for me is learning new pieces and I'm peeling back another layer every time that I do that. I love that. And you're learning, like you're getting knowledge and you're getting wisdom with every layer, right? Isn't it amazing? Like our bodies are our best teachers. If you think about it, what I understand of the world is if there was a God, he used the beautiful science of our world to create these bodies over millions of years, right? The intelligence, the work, the power that had to happen to design these brilliant bodies, right? But then we are born into these bodies and our mind thinks that we're smarter than the body, right? And the body is this ancient, ancient vessel for our soul, right? The body's the teacher, And so the body doesn't happen to you. The body happens for you. And so if we allow ourselves to listen to its language, to actually learn its language, and we allow ourselves to actually create a relationship with it, and we start allowing ourselves to actually shut our minds down and listen to our bodies, then that's where we get the healing messages from. I got this in my ayahuasca. I'm going to, I hope I don't slay it but it was a really profound, not ayahuasca, in my Cambo experience last year. When the body is in service to the heart and the soul, you get healing. When the body's in service to the mind, you get disease, right? Because our mind can just be so noisy and our mind can be so egotistical, right? And very egoic. But when we allow our souls and our hearts to guide and allow our souls and our hearts to tell the body how to live and be, that's when we're actually in our alignment with our higher self. And the body says, yes, yes, this is your truth. Yes, you're honoring yourself. Yes, this is joy and enlightenment. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah. And I really like that because I feel like for me, even more shifts started happening when I started doing that, getting out of my head and getting into my heart and into my body. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting too, because you've been here from the beginning. In the beginning, the gutsy membership was very mind. It was very sciencey. Do you remember that? And then as I I loved that. And it was good. Right, right. We were all very mental. Give me the protocols, give me the science. And and I think that's important. But as I was doing my healing and as I was doing, and as Tristan was dying, and as I was like through the like the refiner's fire, I started realizing there's way more to healing than just science. There's a whole other layer. And that's when I started the order of healing of mindset is number one. We got to get like, which is weird because we actually have to get out of our minds and into our hearts and our bodies and, you know, and like create that connection again. And then let's get cerebral about the healing. And so, and so you've seen the metamorphosis of us being very scientific to, okay, let's now drop into our bodies and our hearts and start healing from there on, right? It's the yin and the yang. Got to honor both. 
So Sarah, thank you for being such an amazing example to people of like this healing journey and a great reminder that healing happens and it just takes radical action and radical self-love to do that. I just really want to point out too, that by Sarah taking the courage to taking this on, I think that what you had said about this has been a journey about learning and peeling back the layers, I think can inspire a lot of people to take action because I think why we get stuck is that we're afraid of like, what if I do this thing and then I fail and then I wasted my time and then I disappoint myself. And really, no matter where you are in your journey, it's the upside is always that you just go deeper into learning and you know yourself better. And even if it takes months to years on the other side, it's just this beautiful unfolding journey. And there really is no pressure to like, will I fix myself? Will I, you know, do this thing? Will it work? Well, it's like, that's part of the path is just finding that next breadcrumb and letting yourself unfold. And I think that alone, that that wisdom that you gave is that this has been a journey of just unfolding and peeling back the layers and learning and building confidence that alone is enough for people to say like, I can do that and I can take action on that. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Sarah, any words of wisdom and advice before we close up this episode that you want to give to listeners out there that are struggling or trying to find healing? Like, what would you tell them? I would say, don't give up on yourself. Like you are your most constant like companion in this health journey, you're the only one that's going to be there with yourself from start to finish through the good, the bad, the ugly through everything. And so just like having trust in yourself is so huge, but also love and grace and realizing that, yeah, maybe everybody has a parasite and then you do a parasite cleanse and you're like, but I didn't have one. So that can feel frustrating. So, okay, maybe that wasn't a layer that you needed to peel back, but let's keep going. Let's find what is something that you need to be working on. And just like, yeah, finding that love and that trust and realizing that you're the only person that's going to be with you through the whole thing. And so we're always going to be hard on ourselves on stuff like that, on healing and health and wellness, because you're hearing things from all different sides, yelling at you of what you have to be doing right now. But if you just like take a minute and drop into your body and ask like, what do we need? How can we just be here for each other? Like you'll be brought to the right thing. I love that. That was so perfect. Sarah, what would you tell Sarah from three years ago, Sarah, now, what would you have told her three years ago? I'm just curious. I don't know why I want to ask this. I want to hear what you would have told your old self three years ago. I, three years ago, was terrified to start this journey. I thought I needed somebody who had a PhD to tell me how to fix myself. Wow. How could me as as a mom just, I have a bachelor's degree, but that's not like a PhD and it's definitely not in medicine or science. And how could I possibly do this without somebody with all of that, like all the letters at the end of their name. And if I could go back and tell her, you're going to know just as much or more (laughs) by the end of those three years, just keep going. If I could tell myself, like, you'll be able to look at your lab work and see all these random letters and numbers and know what they mean and which part of the body they're talking about and like be able to read blood work. Oh my gosh. 
I never thought that I would be able to do that. And it is so empowering to know that I am not only like the person who knows best of my body, but also just like I have friends and family members who are coming to me and they're like, Hey, will you look over this blood work? My my doctor said this, but it doesn't feel right. And I always have to preface. I am not a doctor. (laughs) I have no training. So take what I have to say with a grain of salt, but they're coming to me and they're like, Hey, my doctor wants to do this. Will you look at this and see what's going on? And it is just so wild. And it's probably because I'm like always talking about it. And I don't know, it's just been something that I've really grown to love and have such an appreciation for is the science and also just feeling into my own body as well. That was so profound. I wish everyone could see our faces right now because I have the biggest, I think my cheeks are like sore from smiling so much. And it's just like, there've been so many like jaw dropping moments and like, man, that answer was so powerful. Sarah, that was so powerful. It's like our biggest hope for everyone to be able to experience is everything you just said. Like when we're like, what would by the end people who are with us and learning, what would we want them to feel? And like, that is just, my heart's so full hearing that. So full. My heart, my body, my soul. Like, I feel like I'm going to explode out of my body right now. And you guys were such a huge part of that. Like having your support and, and having your knowledge and having you to lean on through these past few years has been massive in helping me to like, when my confidence is faltering that on Wednesday, I know I'm going to get on the call and Jeanique is going to build me up. And like knowing that I had this like family or even even just the other gutsy members, like it's become such a fun community and it's just so great. Like being able to like, just send a quick text to somebody that's in the Academy too. Like we're going through these things together and having this community that you guys have created of just support and like genuine love has been huge for, I know not only me, but everybody else too. So thank you guys for creating this. Thank you so much, Sarah. This is just my, honestly, my heart is so full and this is how healing happens. You know, it doesn't happen in the consults. It doesn't happen in the one hour. It doesn't happen talking to your doctor for 30 minutes. It's like this, it's moving forward and forward and forward. And you know, what a gift I want to end on, maybe end on this, but like what a gift your desperation was, right? Because if you didn't have that asshole doctor and you didn't have the desperation, you wouldn't have dived into the deep end headfirst with this. You were highly motivated. And what a gift that is. Sometimes it takes us feeling desperate to really be a catalyst, right? And the only reason why I say that is because, you know, a lot of people start, but don't finish, right? And I don't know, part of that is because maybe they don't want it bad enough, right? And, but you wanted it so badly. And so that's why I said, like the universe gifted you that doctor to be like, look, you don't need him right? A gift, like our bodies gift us these ailments to be like, there's a lesson here, go into it, right? Like, and what a gift all of that can be, if that makes any sense. So you guys, thank you for listening, Sarah. Thank you for being here. There's a lot of things I learned today about you that just blew my freaking mind and my heart is so full. So thank you. Thank you for sharing with us. And listeners, we'll catch you next week. We hope you enjoyed this just as much as we did. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Gutsy Health Podcast. We hope you enjoyed and learned a lot from this episode. For more updates, follow us on Instagram at Gutsy Health Podcast. 